This episode of the Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy Podcast is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Don't know about MyBookie? They are redefining the gaming scene for both sports betting and online casino games. Sign up at MyBookie.ag using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN to claim a deposit match up to $1,000. That is right, $1,000. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Friday morning. Max, the Eagles just find a way to eagle themselves all the time. It's shocking. Man, I, they, they won the game, but yeah. did, it, did it quite feel like a win? I don't know. Uh, they're, they're in first place now, so congrats. <laughs> uh, that tie is really uh, being key right there for them. Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's as much as the Eagles won as the Giants stumbling. I don't know if you saw Daniel Jones yesterday. He face planted, tripped over a blade of grass, smashed into the turf. Um, I mean, was, I guess it's a good win. They came from behind. Um, they they absolutely botched a two point conversion where they had to then you know score, which I think was for the better. Like if they, they tie it up. I think they play you know a little less aggressive in the end, but. Yeah, the, the Giants aren't – I think we said the same thing about them last year. They aren't that terrible of a team, but they just can't win. Like, it's it's so bizarre. And then I think the Eagles are going to benefit from from being in the, the East. And I, I read an article the other day about a four-win team winning the East, and it just made me vomit in my mouth a little bit. What about you, Panther? How does it make you feel? Uh, well, you, you know, you and I had an off-air discussion yesterday about, um, you know, a nine and seven, 10 and six team missing the playoffs. Cause I said a six win team would win the East. If a four win team wins, I'm, I'm going to go campaign in New York and beat down Goodell's office to change the uh, playoff inclusion rules. But, you know, we banter a lot on this show. We have a lot of fun. We, we talk, you know, Max and I kind of have a history. Rich and I are getting a little bit of history, but I, I'm going to rally the troops today. Okay. I don't know if you guys listened to the UFC yesterday, but we were collectively called. James had the audacity to call the UFC show the main show, and Arch just kind of let it slide. So I don't know what we're going to do with Arch here, but uh, the blokes across the pond kind of called us out. I think we need like some kind of contest or something. What say you, boys? I say they already lost the war. <laughs> a couple of times. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, 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 I think your insults would have been much better, Panther, if you didn't go Rosie Robot for half of them. But I, I, I think the sentiment is there. Listen, what the fuck do these kids think they are coming in here talking UFC while eating? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I mean,. Just because they actually know what they're talking about and I'm faking like through 95% of what I say doesn't give them the right to say that they're the main show. You got to stop with those shenanigans, actually studying things, bringing up statistics. Come on. What are they? And you're, you're fake. You're faking. will be brought to a highlight today as we talk about four college games. So, <laughs> uh, Really? I thought you guys already did college football yesterday. We're going to talk more college football today. There's there's college football all the time. I, I only got one college football game that I actually looked at today. Oh, there funny enough. There's yeah. four. There's four games tonight. I know there's four. I only looked at one. That I mean, I, I, well, I looked at all four, but I only liked one to talk about. 
But I guess we're talking four because there's nothing else to talk about. Uh, that's what I thought. We'll, we'll let Arch guide the way and see what happens. Yeah, well, we need to talk to Rich first. Rich, how's your internet today? My internet's fine, you know, but, you know, my feelings are hurt. I know the, uh, I read on one of the reviews of us on, on, on Apple that we're not a bunch of snowflakes. So I might snowflake a little bit today. I, w- I was listening to the show yesterday and you guys are just carrying on and on and on and on about how wonderful it is to be back to just the three of us. And, you know, Rich, his mom named him Richard because he's a dick after the show. All right, guys, I'm ready for you today. All right. Well, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Let's uh, let's see what we got here today. First up, we got game three of the World Series. We got the Dodgers and the Rays. Dodgers open up minus 150, Max, and now they're minus 155. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're seeing it's kind of bounce around. It's a little different in a couple different books. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. After the quote-unquote travel day off, uh, the World Series is going to resume today with Walker Bueller heading up against Charlie Morton. Uh, Tampa ended up tying up this series, beating the Dodgers' bullpen game. Now they have to see if their ace can take the series lead against the Dodgers ace. I, I think the day off should be good for both teams' bullpens, uh, but particularly the Rays. There's something off with Nick Anderson. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but he has not been as good in the playoffs as he was in the regular season. I, th- I think that just the consecutive, just all these games in a row, all these innings in, in, in the postseason, <laughs> it's, it's finally catching up. I think I think he's almost in midseason form right now where Nick Anderson is starting to get tired. Um, but <laughs> I th- they need Nick Anderson to be strong. He, he especially today, uh, he he'd be a nice bridge between Morton uh, to get to Castillo at the very end if needed. Um, I think for the Dodgers, most importantly for Mookie Betts and Corey Seager, uh, they got to hope that their hot hitting against right-handed pitching uh, continues. I think uh, the the problem is that they hit a lot of fastballs against right-handed hitters, and that's not Morton. He's not that type of guy. Uh, I think we made the joke that he, he's the dude from Major League that'll throw every piece of junk he's got, and I, I think that that's going to be him tonight. Just a bunch of off-speed, bunch of trickery up his sleeves, uh, trying to make the Dodgers hitters a little less comfortable out there. I think offensively for the Rays to win, it, it really does depend on Brandon Lowe being able to hit the ball. He kind of disappeared in the playoffs. He showed up the other night. Uh, it, the playoffs really for, offensively for the Rays has been Randy, Arizona, and nothing else. Uh, they, they've been hitting, I think, 213 in the postseason, and, and that significantly drops against fastball pitchers. And, oh, by the way, Walker Bueller is a fastball pitcher, so I, I don't think they're going to get many hits today. Uh, Panther, Panthers pretty much laid out the plan for any team to win today uh, or, or any game in this series, and that's over five runs. I, I just don't see the Rays doing it. I'm squinting. I'm squinting so hard to be able to back the Rays here with Morton on the mound. I just can't quite th- get there. And while I don't want to trust L.A. at that line, it's, it's, it's a little too chalky, that's exactly what I'm going to do today. I'm going to bet the Dodgers. Minus 147 now. Yeah. We've been talking about Charlie Morton now for a couple of days. He, the dude's been absolutely nails, lights out, virtually unhittable. And if there is a must-win game for the Rays, this is the one. Because it looks like tomorrow night will be a bullpen game. Probably start off with Yarborough or, or something leading to Yarborough. Um, and then after that, we're going back to Snell and uh, Glass now. And the Dodgers have gotten to those guys. 
Um, so they've been very hittable, and I don't think the Rays can really afford to go down 2-1 uh, after Morton being on the mound. Um, this isn't just a possible season game for Morton. This could be a, a career game. The guy's been flirting with retirement for a couple of years. Um, I don't know what he'll do if they lose, but if he wins, I wouldn't be surprised if he did walk off the, uh, the stage. But uh, this this is probably the biggest game of the entire series. And Walker Bueller, who's probably the Dodgers' future ace, um, if he's not already. And Charlie Morton, this will probably be the one game where I'm actually going to kind of fade against myself on the five-run rule and think this thing could go under. But with the plus, the Rays' best pitcher on the mound, I have no choice but to take. Take the Rays? Take the Rays? I think that's where he was yeah. going, yeah. All right, well, what about you, Dick? What do you got? <laughs> what yeah, I, got, is, I got the Rays. What do I have? I have um, I have two pitchers that have pitched very well in the playoffs. Walker Bueller got off to a rough start in his career, first two games. But since then, he's pitched, I think, about 43 in the third innings and given up uh, six runs across eight games. He's been dominant in the playoffs. Charlie Morton, he's been a starter for the most part. He started 12, 11 times, came in as a uh, relief pitcher once. The relief outing didn't go that well. But the 11 starts minus uh, one against the garbage can banging Astros, he's done very well. So I think it's going to be a really low-scoring game today, at least through the first five innings when uh, at that point Charlie Morton will likely exit the game and it's going to go to the Tampa bullpen, which has gotten hit, uh, as Max alluded to early on. So even in the last game when I had Tampa Bay um, and they were up comfortably, I never felt comfortable with that bet until the last out. Um, because the Dodgers bats always seem to find a way to get people on base. And then you got a guy up somewhere in the lineup that's capable of hitting home runs. I just feel like the Dodgers are going to win today. It, they, they look like the much better offensive team to me. I think they have a slight edge in the pitching matchup today. So I'm going to bet the Dodgers. Oh, okay. I thought, Rich, we talked about this. You're going to pick one side and kind of roll with it. Have you been on the Dodgers every time? No. No, you took Tampa last game. That's yeah. what I just. Said. I took I took no, the over in the first game. Right. I took Tampa in the next game. I'm taking the Dodgers. My my, my goal is to win every. You game. are. Do you not, you, you not download and listen to every single episode, Arch. No. Don't you what, remember? This, don't you remember when Arch uh, when, when Richie said that we do a sports betting podcast and he's betting the Rays? Eh, vaguely. There's so many fucking <laughs> podcasts, man. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes sometimes. Um, man, I don't know. This is tough. Well, I'm going to stick to my guns. Uh, I'm going to have to go Tampa Bay plus the 135. I'm just I'm going to go down with the ship. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Give me Tampa Bay plus 135 before it gets any worse. Man, you're squinting. You're squinting. I so know hard. I am. I mean, I do. I do think that. <laughs> I do think the Dodgers win, and just it's right there. I don't know that they have enough. I think they're they're juiced pretty well. Um, yeah, it's juiced really well. The total in this one, Rich. What do you got? It's seven and a half. I think this one is more likely to go under than over. And I think if it does go over, most of it's going to come from the Dodgers. So I'm going to lean under here today. Oh, just a lean. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's funny enough is I'm Mr. Under here and I, I got a slight over. I got, I got this at eight runs. I think they're going to be, it's not enough comfortable to, to bet at seven and a half. I'm not going to do it, but you know, I got this at eight, five, three game. Okay. I think um, both these pitchers are going to go a little deeper 
than maybe we expect them to because the bullpens have gotten shellacked, uh, both of them. And the, the Rays are going to need the bullpen tomorrow as it's supposed to be a bullpen game. So um, with both starting pitchers staying in the game, I expect this to be a lower scoring game. So I'm leaning the under. All right. I think if they go a little bit longer, Charlie Morton, a third time through the order, throwing the uh, major league anything at people would be at a real risk to start giving up runs. Hmm. I'm just w- later in the game for the Dodgers manager. Like, what is that? Three innings, three and a half, you know? <laughs> well, right. may- may- maybe we got to be looking at the, the first five. uh, Where's a good place to look at the first five? I was about to say, if you want to look at the first five, you can head over to mybookie.ag and then sign up now using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. You can claim a deposit match up to $1,000. Yes, I said $1,000. So you head over to mybookie.ag. You put the promo code in as ABSOLUTEDGEN. And then you bet the first five. Because I think the best for the first five, you know, take, take the under in the first five, take the Dodgers in the first five, take the Dodgers in the whole game. Because that's the play. <laughs> uh, help us keep the lights on around here. Uh, we do appreciate you guys heading over there and uh, putting in our promo code. So, you know, the sponsors keep, keep liking us. So with that, let's head back to our regularly scheduled degeneracy. All right. So that's baseball out of the way. It's time for Max's newest favorite sport, college football. God damn you guys. I had no warning about this either. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, we can touch on all four. Or we can just talk about what we like. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. Um, let's just start Tulsa, South Florida. As it sits right now, it's South Florida minus 11 in most books. Although Pinnacle's got it for some reason, Tulsa minus 12. It's actually the one that I was looking at. Oh, well, there you go. That <laughs> was the game that I was looking at here. Uh, yeah, I, I saw this at, at 12. Um, you know, I'm slowly dipping my body into the NCAA football betting scene. Uh, I mentioned it, you know, my spreadsheet definitely needs some tweaks here. So I, I'm not really confident in what I'm seeing with the spreads yet. But I don't know. I was, I was messaging with, with Arch last night. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about the totals. And that's probably where I'm going to go today. Um Golden Hurricanes, they've had some scheduling issues. Um, I think I think it was Cincinnati had, had some COVID-19 uh, issues, so that there's been some uh, rescheduling snafus uh, with, with, with them. Um, but, man, they've got a really good defense. They're heading uh, back into Florida facing a USF uh, team that they've just played some sloppy, sloppy football. They've been turning the ball over. So it's easy for me to imagine Tulsa coming in, just wrecking complete havoc on the USF offensive line, uh, creating even more turnovers here. So I do have Tulsa winning the game by about 11 points. I have this at 28, uh, 17. So, uh, you know, I, I don't really want to touch the spread, but uh, 28 plus 17 equals 45. So looking at that over under, I'm loving that under. Hmm. I looked at this game too, and, and Tulsa has actually played, only two games, but two ranked opponents. And they, they beat one, lost one. Um, this, this is a team that's kind of been in the mid-major crosshairs for the last couple of years. They can't get over the hump and get one, you know, be one of those 10-win teams. But, man, are they banging on the door. And Max nailed it on the head. Like, South Florida just can't get out of their own way. And uh, one of their big – they actually made Notre Dame look like a national title contender to start the season. And that's tough to do. That is tough to do. Points. I'm telling you, it is so hard to do. They made Notre Dame look good. I think they're going to make Tulsa look really good. 
Um, I got this. I got Tulsa winning this by more than 14. So I'm going to bet those Golden Hurricanes. I'm looking at the stats on this game, and I see two teams that kind of struggle on offense versus two teams that kind of put their flag in the ground on defense. I, I don't know who's going to win by how much. I do think Tulsa's going to win this game. As Panther said, they've played a much harder schedule. They're one and one South Florida. They have a losing record. But I, I just don't see a lot of points either. I'm going to lean Tulsa, and I'm going to lean the under with Max. Mm, okay, got it in. Uh, I'm not crazy about the spread either, although I am just ever so slightly over. So it's a lean for the over on me. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy insane maybe even a little mad if you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home bet the non-stop action of march madness with my bookie enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to twenty-five thousand big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets props and odds boosts whatever your style my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid Sign up now and take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie: you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And I mean, I would lean Tulsa on the spread too, but yeah, I'm going to lean the over just barely in this one. Panther, did you have a play on the total? 49 and a half? Yeah, I, I, I love these mid-major games. They're so much fun to watch and they're so good at scoring. Like, I think this is probably an overplay too. But a 45 just seems such a, like a manageable number. So I'll lean the over with you, Arch. Okay, there you go. Louisiana Lafayette UAB. Max, did you look at this one at all? I did, yeah. Actually, funny enough, is is this is one where uh, I'm on the opposite side of what my spreadsheet is not opposite side of what my spreadsheet is saying, but I actually like the spread more in this one than than I can get with my totals. Uh, I think I think the Raging Cajuns is going to run all over UAB. Uh, I know UAB has has some pretty good uh, stats when it comes uh, you know with, with their coach and and against the spread, but uh, looking where the money is coming in, looking where the sharps are coming in. I I have uh, Louisiana Lafayette winning by about five points. I think that's comfort enough, comfortable enough for me, even though I'm just just getting into this stuff to to bet them to cover this one. Ooh, okay. That really kind of shocked me. Um, yeah, I looked I looked at these stats. This this actually might be the best game of the night as far as college football goes. Um, UAB's only loss is to the Miami Hurricanes. They've actually. Per- 
pretty much taking care of business on their quote-unquote mid-major schedule. Um, Louisiana got that big win to start the season and then kind of has tailed off a little bit and then lost last week to Coastal Carolina. Um, I, I, I'm having a hard time trusting Louisiana right now. Their, their stats and their play have just kind of trickled off since the start of the season. Um, so, look, I get Alabama-Birmingham at home, and I'm getting three points. I'm going to lean that way. I'm going to lean UAB. So when I looked at this game, and you can help me out here a little bit, Arch, the game looked to me like it opened up with UAB as a two-point favorite. Yes. And now they're a three-point underdog. Yes, that, that, that's what's scaring me off this game. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and then I look at the players, and I don't see, when I look at UAB, it says no injuries to report. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm thinking, okay, um, what's going on here? And then I look at the stats, and I see that, for the most part, UAB dominates the stats. Mm -hmm. UAB actually can play defense. Louisiana, Lafayette, not so much. So when I look at all this, I say to myself, wow, I'm getting UAB at home plus three. (laughs) I rewind, and that line has moved five. Somebody knows something. I don't know what they know. I'm going to lean UAB just because of everything looks like it should go UAB. But that line movement tells me that something something I see, I don't see. So I'm just going to lean. Yeah, that's what scares me off. I don't know, Max, if you have a second, you can look at the numbers on that one. Um, but oh, uh, the, the, money, the public's all over UAB. The money, like, almost... All of the sharp money is on Louisiana. Yeah, Lafayette. see, they know something. They know something. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I, again, like that that fact that factors into my spreadsheet. <laughs> People knowing something that I don't know. Yeah, I've got UAB winning and covering, obviously. Um, so I'm gonna lean uh, UAB. But yeah, the the shift has scared me off the game. Is this the is this it like uh, the the Vegas gift, and we're just so jaded now that we're unwilling to take it? Or what? <laughs> it's possible. Yeah, could be. <laughs> Total on this one is uh, fifty-one. Yeah, fifty-one. Dude, I am I'm pulling a Richie Rich here. I have this as a push. Oh. I have this exactly at fifty-one, maybe slightly over. I think it's like fifty-one point oh three in my spreadsheet. So it's a push. Max's dumb push got it in. <laughs> Go over. Just say that I'm over, okay? For your spreadsheet, just say that I'm over. It's a slight over. Okay. He's point oh three over. Uh, yeah, that that puts it right around twenty. 7 to 24. I think these teams, look, I'm telling you, man, these mid major teams, it's, it's just they have a lot of fun out there. They throw the ball around. I know UAB can play some defense, but uh, I expect this thing to get over 51. So I'll lean you over as well. Looking at it, you would suspect that all of these games are going to go over these numbers, but the Cajuns, you know, the trends are they have gone under. UAB's recent trends are they have gone under. So I, I, I'm just going to slightly lean the under here, too. I don't really have a great feel for how they're going to do on a Friday night. I feel like it's probably trappy again, pro, you know, probably, but I, I can't ignore it. I got to bet the under. I think it's going to go under 51 for sure. All right. Illinois and Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin opened up minus 19. They're minus 19 and a half now. Yeah, uh, you got a uh, you know Levy, Levy Smith's uh, fighting a line eye, um, tr- trying to make some noise, but not not doing a 
great job at it so far. Uh, I think it pro- probably uh, one of the more optimistic seasons since he's been there uh, for them. Uh, but you know, Wisconsin, they're going to come out. They're going to try to just blow the doors out of this thing. Um, I'm, I'm looking at the numbers here. I, I can't can't get to the, to the minus 19 and a half. Um, but uh, it's it's close ish. Uh, I will lean. I will lean the fighting line I hear Whoa, with okay. those points. Um, I, I have it. I have it close. I, I have uh, Wisconsin winning by 18. Hmm. Uh, yeah. One of the things that I'm concerned about here is Wisconsin just has such a history of getting off to incredibly slow starts. You know, every year they finish something like, you know, 11 and one, 10 and two, nine and three. And, one of those losses is always early in the season against a team that they were supposed to just take out to the woodshed and beat like Adrian Peterson's kid. This is one of those games, and I don't trust them. Uh, Illinois, I think it gets in their head later in the season as the losses pile up. Uh, they start to play worse and lose games and, and just get whacked, which is what they did last year. But at the beginning of the season, there's hope, there's optimism. Um, and so just those two factors alone, the big 10, we have nothing to go on except 2019, uh, and then a lot of hype from the news media, but, uh, I think Illinois can probably keep this within those three touchdowns, you know, a little less. So, um, I'm going to lean the fighting a lion out here. And one of the things about college football is that you have a, a program with some continuity, right? So you have a lot of turnover because of the four years. So Illinois is returning 25 starters from, or 25 seniors from last year in the total of, I think, something like uh, 125 career starts from their offensive line. So Illinois should come into the game. And being from Chicago, I'm very familiar with Lovey Smith. And one of the things that that man can do wherever he goes is create turnovers. Last year, I think they were the fourth in the nation in terms of turnover last year last year illinois had their their signature win for the season when the field goal kicker made a field goal as time expired to beat the wisconsin badgers who i think were like a 30 and a half point favorite i think it's the biggest upset in terms of big 10 football against the spread i think lovey will create some turnovers again today the kid that's starting for michigan for um, wisconsin as a quarterback Metz is a redshirt freshman he's only thrown the ball 10 times in his career, he completed nine of them, so there, there might be a starborn. But that was against Central Michigan and Kent State. I think 19 and a half is probably a little too much. I don't, like Panther said, I have no idea what to expect. This is the first game. I expect some sloppiness from both sides. It's a sloppy game. You know, I'll lean Illinois, take the 19 and a half. All right. Yeah, you know, uh, Levy Smith had Jay Cutler for all those years, too, so he was really good at creating turnovers. Yeah, both ways. Yeah, exactly. Man, yeah, it's tough to st- – it's, it's, it's almost impossible with the Big Ten. There's very few games the Panther and I talked about in the Big Ten that we really loved. Um, I'm just going to lean Wisconsin minus the 19.5. I think they can probably cover it, but I'm a little worried about this. So I'm on Gilligan's Island today. Total in this one is 51.5. I don't know if anybody has a strong feel about this one. I do. I got this going really? way over. Really? I got this at 56. Mm. I mean, this, this, to me, is a clear over for, for me. Yeah. Nice. Put you in for a bet, Max. 
I'll bet. Listen, I've, I've got nothing else going on today, so why not? <laughs> Throw some money around. College football, why not? I know it. Guys, remember when I started with, with hockey betting, I kept saying it's, it's Max's Maxi salty picks because I take it with a grain of salt because I have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. Same thing with college football people. Don't listen to me right now. But if I start winning some money, then you start listening to me. There you go. They don't, they don't be the guru. Uh, I mean, this is the Big Ten, not the Big 12. So usually some defenses played. Illinois' offense, I don't expect a lot. Wisconsin is known for their running game and their big, huge offensive linemen. They, they love to pound the ball. So uh, they'll probably have some big plays, but uh, I, I got to get more information out of these teams. So I'm just going to lean the under. Yeah, I, I agree with Panther. I am definitely at times why well, I'm data dependent on a lot of stuff that I do. And then I follow it up with my qualitative research as well. So I, I think this game last year was 24-23. It will be a, probably a big running game. The one thing that can get the game over, I feel like, is turnovers. Both teams are likely to be a little bit off, uh, you know, a step off here and there during the uh, during the course of the game. So I do expect some turnovers, some short fields. And in that case, it should get you close to the over. So I'm going to slightly lean the over. Slightly lean the over. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I think it's going to go over too, but I don't have enough uh, data to back it up. So I'm going to lean the over with you guys ever so slightly. All right. Uh, this is Jacksonville State of Florida International. I could find hardly almost, you know, hardly any data on this one. Uh, got Florida International minus 10 and a half. I just wanted to talk about this game so I can say Gamecocks. Uh-huh. I mean, that's, that's the only reason I want to talk about this one. Uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't have a ton on this one. Yeah. Um, you know, looking at, you know, just plugging some kind of data into my spreadsheet, it is saying uh, if FIU should cover this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, I, I really got nothing. You caught me off guard there by having nothing. I was still kind of <laughs> well. I mean, listen. I mean, all I gotta say is like, if, if I use lost a couple of close games, uh, I, I don't see a lot of indicate uh, they should win this one. Uh, you know, Jacksonville State's, you know, they've played decently, but I mean, who the hell have they played? Well, Florida State, and they made Florida State look good. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's about. The, I keep coming back to that big win for Florida State. Big win for Florida State, beating Jacksonville State because up until the North Carolina win, that was their, their only win. So uh, they kind of been a, a punching doormat. Um, they need to play uh, uh, South Carolina. Right? So they can have all kinds of fun with that. But uh, I, I agree with Max. I think Florida International should win. But this isn't one that I'm looking to put any money on. Even I wouldn't even put Max's money on it. I'll just lean Florida International. You know, Jacksonville State has something in common with Notre Dame then. They both made Florida State look good. That's for you, Panther. Yeah, I don't know how the hell you've been on this game unless you, you got nothing else to do. I, I think that Florida International is probably going to win this game. I don't even know who Jacksonville State is. I think that's where Walter Payton went to school. That's the only thing I know about them. So I, I'm i going to lean Florida just because we have to do something. So I'll lean Florida. Man, we didn't even have a line for this game when we started the show. I mean, at like the name brand books. So yeah, I'm just going to lean Florida International as well. Um, you know, for what it's worth, the total is 59. I defy any of you to tell me definitively what it's going to be. I, I mean, my spreadsheet says this is a, a 32 to 20 game. So it, uh, that's markedly under mm-hmm. here. Um, so I, that's what I'm going to go with. I will lean the under. 
Uh, you need Jacksonville State to score some points here. Um, like third, I mean, they, they got to have like 24, 27 points. Um, not sure that I see that. So, yeah, without giving it too much thought, I'll just piggyback off of Max and lean the under. There you go. Yeah, I think I think they could get shut out. So that would put all the emphasis then on Florida International. And I don't know that they can score 50-some-odd points. So I'll lean the under, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I'm just going to you know shade the under slightly. That is that for college football. Wow, all four games. And we got some really good picks in there. I think we had like maybe two bets uh, through all of them. So it was good stuff. Um, but that it? Yeah, Max, shit. That's it, Max. Wow. All right, that is it. Hey, support Degeneracy by buying our t-shirts, buying our hats. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Go to the DGEN shop, buy some stuff. Make sure to download the DGEN's app for Android or iOS and let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. You can listen to us on that app or on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Pod, Amazon Podcast, Google Pod, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Podtail, and iHeartRadio. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Rich Final Words. You know, as I started off today, I was listening to yesterday's show, and these guys were talking about how I cracked the whip after the show. So I'm going to take you all a little bit behind the scenes. When the uh, when the tape stops rolling, what I'm talking about almost all the time is how can we bring more people to the show? It's no coincidence that people like my bookie are reaching out to us because they hear a quality show. They know this is a quality show. And Max is not kidding. We all do this for free. And I wouldn't know Max if I ran into him on the street or Panther or Arch. The only place we ever come together is here. So I don't know much about him. But the one thing I do know about him is that they give a shit about what happens here. They want to put a quality show on. It is a quality show. And that's why we ask you to bring your friends. We don't have the luxury of going out and trying pizza to come back and say how great the pizza is. We have to put on a good show, bring you a good product. And that's why I ask you every day to kindly, please tell your friends about us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Call somebody up today and say, hey, look, give these guys a listen. Panther, I don't know where you are today, but I do know it's time to take us home. Oh, well, I'm still on my rig, still driving, which is why Rosie Robot makes that appearance. And and, and Rich is right. We do care. And I get really frustrated to find out that I put in so much preparation to roast those blokes across the pond and Rosie Robot showed up. So that that really makes me mad. But look, we love those kids over there and we love what we do. And we love you guys for listening to this show. Thanks for joining us. Get on the app. Get on the uh, website. Let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do tonight when it's all said and done, kids. Let's all make some money, fools! Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line 
prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.